The following audio is from the Grove Church Marysville campus. For more information about our church or to listen to previous sermons, check out our website at grove.church. We believe baptism really is something to celebrate. We believe it's significant when you get to hear the stories of life change and, and uh, you know, just how God is moving on people's hearts. And I just want to take a moment, and in Acts chapter 8, there's a really amazing story. The church, uh, this is the beginning of the church in the book of Acts, and, and it's being established, and, and Peter and the apostles are out really sharing the gospel. And um, there's obviously some major controversy in that day about who Jesus was, and, and they go out boldly, and God... God is doing miracles. Well, there's persecution that happens, and it's it's in one sense a good thing because it really forces the gospel to be spread into other regions. And when you get to Acts chapter eight, there's a guy named Philip that again is a leader in the church, and and he's preaching. And the, the, the Lord shows him in Acts 8 to go somewhere, and he does that. And I'm going to read this to you, and then I want to make a couple of comments. But it says this, An angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of the treasury of the Kandaki, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man uh, had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way he was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran to the chariot, heard the man reading Isaiah, the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading, Philip? asked him, how can I, unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This passage of scripture was what the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants for he was taken from the earth? The eunuch asked Philip, tell me please, Who is the prophet talking about himself or somebody else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. And what I want you to notice here is what happens now in verse 36. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What can stand in the way of me being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit took Philip away. The eunuch didn't see him, but he went on his way rejoicing. And I love that in this story, they explain, Philip explains what this eunuch is puzzled about as far as Isaiah the prophet. Like, who is, is this talking about? This lamb that was led before the shears and all that stuff. And, and the explanation, somehow, we don't get it in the text, but it's got to be inferred that in the explanation of what was going on was this idea that baptism must be an important portion of what happens when somebody gives their lives To Christ. And so all of a sudden we get this conversation where the eunuch basically just says, Well, hey, look, there's some water. They're traveling along some road. There's some pond or lake, or we don't even know exactly what it is. But but the eunuch literally says, Well, okay, I get it now that the lights come on. What do I do? And Philip literally brings him into the water and, and immediately right there, this this guy is baptized. And I bring it up because here's what it comes down to. For those who have made a decision to say yes to faith in Christ, which I believe is the best decision you could ever make. There are all kinds of important decisions that all of us in this room that have made or will make along the journey of our lives. But the most important decision is, what do you do with Jesus? Who is this man that you know paid the price as they're reading about from Isaiah 
the prophet. So there's this decision to get baptized, but it, it, what it is is it's do something with what you've just heard. And that's what we challenge people at the Grove Church to do, that if you hear about as we share the message of Christ, as we talk about what it means to live a Christ-centered life, that when you hear that message, it means it's time to make a decision. Do you want to invite Jesus in to be the Lord of your life, to offer forgiveness, all of that stuff? And if so, and we say it this way, there's a few basics we want everyone to understand about Baptism. First of all, why baptism? And we say it this way. We believe the only biblical next step for those who put their faith in Christ is water baptism. We've said you can get in a life group, read the Bible, learn to pray, be part of a church, serve in different areas. But we believe the only biblical next step for those who put their faith in Christ is water baptism. In fact, it comes up right here, but it's also, as you continue through the book of Acts, but if you go back to Acts chapter 2, Peter stands up. This is literally the moment of the establishment of the New Testament church. Acts chapter 2, Peter stands up as there's confusion about what just happened. The power of the Holy Spirit is poured out, and they're going, what's going on? Peter stands up, preaches an amazing sermon, but then the, the, it says that the crowd said, what do we do? And Peter's response was, repent and be Baptized, And so we believe baptism is the only biblical next step. The, the next thing is this. Baptism, therefore, is obedience to the scriptures. We see over and over and over throughout the Bible, repent and then be baptized. The, the third thing is this. Baptism, for some of you that are going to take this step today, baptism is an outward declaration of the inward transformation that Christ brings. We see in Luke chapter 3 that John is baptized, and I want you to notice this text, Luke 3, verse 3. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River preaching, and here's his answer, that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God. It's an action step, an outward declaration of an inward transformation. The, the, the second to last thing, and I'm almost done here, is baptism is a public statement of accountability. Baptism is standing, as some of you are going to do in a few moments here, I'm going to jump in with you. Baptism is standing in these waters declaring in front of others, I'm willing to be accountable to you because I'm saying I want my life to be about Jesus Christ. I want my life to be about what he's done for me, and this matters enough that I'm going to go public with it. So it's a public statement of accountability. I've chosen Jesus and want to be affiliated with him. And the final thing, and I'm done, is this. Baptism is symbolic of death and life. We read in Romans 6, and I'll, I'll just read this. Well, then, we sh should we go on sinning that God could show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. And then he paints this picture. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death, for we died and were buried with Christ in baptism, and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live new lives. And so what we're going to do is for all of those individuals today that have signed up to be baptized, we're going to celebrate these moments. And I bring this up because for all of us in the room, whether you're here just to visit and celebrate with somebody that's taking this important step, or you're a regular attender at the Grove Church, and, and we're going to witness together this celebration, um, this is really the point of baptism. I brought up a lot, but the main thing for me is this. We've made a commitment to faith in Christ, 
and we're saying, I want to follow Jesus each day. I'm not perfect. Life isn't perfect and easy all the time, but I want to make sure that Jesus is, is on the throne of my heart, that Jesus is the Lord of my life each day that I live. So I'm going to pray, and then uh, we're going we're gonna, to, again, line people up. We're going to baptize here, and it's going to be a great celebration. But God, today we thank you. That in the midst of a crazy wild week with all kinds of snow and stuff like that, we're so grateful that we can join in these moments with, with people that are going to say yes to getting baptized. They're going to line up and declare their faith. And so we're grateful for these moments. I pray just for a spirit of celebration among all of us, God, that this really is, yeah, it's symbolic of death and life, God, but it's also a real picture of the transformation happening in the hearts of people. And that's really what matters. The stories of life change, that we're not playing games, we're not playing religion. We're not meeting in the four walls of a church to sort of do some religious thing. The Bible reminds us that we are the church and we celebrate with those who celebrate. So that's what we're going to do today in Jesus name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Hey, we're going to do something real quick as individuals. If you've signed up to be baptized today and you're going to take this step with us, I'm going to ask you to make your way out of your seats if you're still there and, and kind of line up over here. Um, and we're going to have the host team make their way forward. As you walked in today, you received a Connect card. And if you're new, we encourage you to fill that out and, and you can turn it in. If you're a regular attender and you have something that needs prayer, you can turn that in. And uh, we're also going to collect the giving today as we do on Sundays, the tithes and offerings. And so we're going to pass the baskets around here momentarily. I do want to say this to you because I know we're live streaming. Um, feel free to celebrate at home. Feel free to cheer at home. The camera's right over here. Uh, but also, if you want to give online, you can go to grove.church and click on give and you can do that as well. But uh, man, we are going to celebrate life change. Allison, you ready? Okay, good deal. Um, I'm going to pray for the giving today. We'll pass the, the baskets around. And again, if you have a connect card to put in there, awesome. If you have giving to put in there, that's great too. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that we celebrate what you're doing. Thank you even as we, Lord, give today. It's a, it's a form of our worship, expression of our faith in you. So thank you for our giving today. The tithes and offerings bless, bless every bit of it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the Grove Church Marysville Sermon Podcast. If you want to keep up with us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at grove.church.